Hello to all the listeners out there. If you're hearing my voice, it means that you've tuned in to Building a Better Story World. This is the podcast that helps you understand and craft narrative universes. And I'm your host, Steel Tyler Philippeck, transmedia producer extraordinaire. Like always, we're going to be examining those vast worlds of imagination that excite audiences of all ages, from tiny shared narratives with pen and paper to sprawling epics that cross from medium to medium. These are the universes that I'm going to help you understand and create. We're continuing on our journey into the details of story world design. In the past few episodes, we've covered secondary characters, locales, and much more. Unlike some previous entries, these aren't designed to be listened to in any particular order. You can feel free to jump around, if you'd like, to find the elements that help fill the holes in your narrative universe, or else inspire you to make your vision more clarified or grander. As I always state, the path you take and the time you want to spend on it are entirely up to you. Time is going to be a big element of today's episode, because now we're going to get into chronology. In other words, we're going to be highlighting the time frames of your story world. Some narrative universes get very granular with this kind of thing. It began with the forging of the Great Rings. While others are a bit more fragmented or nebulous. Way back, in the long, long ago, we all lived by the birth givers' laws. But the birth givers were unfair. They made us go to bed early and eat broccoli. Yeah! The degree to which you want to investigate the time span of your world is entirely up to you. But I want to state something first. Get the present of your story right. Don't go into the distant past or the far-off future just yet. A chronology should be one of the last things you look at when building out your story world proper. The reason for this is simple. If you don't have the characters, the plot, the world, and everything else right in your narrative, no audience is going to be enticed to dream about the rest of your realm of imagination. Find the elements that make your story solid. After that, you can build connections to any era in your story world because you can be assured that you, and by extension, your target audience, have found something worth sharing. To aid us in this temporal quest, we're going to use a popular franchise that dealt with time travel itself. There were three hit movies, a popular animated program, several video games, and even a theme park ride at Universal Studios, which, tragically, has been retired. The original Back to the Future film was a science fiction comedy released in 1985. The synopsis? Marty McFly, a teenager in 1980s suburbia, travels back to the 50s thanks to a time-traveling DeLorean automobile designed by his mentor, Doc Brown. Stuck in the past, Marty must find a way to return to his present with the help of the younger version of Doc Brown, while also trying to fix the various time paradoxes that McFly's presence has caused, not the least of which is making sure that his parents wind up together so that he, Marty, doesn't cease to exist. Lorraine? I'd like to meet my good friend George McFly. Hi. It's really a pleasure to meet you. The film was a smash hit and became a pop culture icon for any number of reasons. But from a story world point of view, I think the fun of the idea was a major reason for its continued success in multimedia. Who wouldn't want to meet their parents when they were younger to help change the future, to travel across the fourth dimension in a really killer car? Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it. If you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? The creators behind the series would expand on this in follow-up films, which is hinted at in the finale of the first film, when Doc Brown shows up to warn Marty about his kids in the future. Hey, Doc, you better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. While the third film takes Marty and Doc back to the past and the founding of their suburban town in the Wild West. 
Good luck for both of our sakes. See you in the future. You mean the past? Exactly. As you can see, the idea behind Back to the Future's story world had legs. You could explore any number of times, any number of different places, and encounter any number of different people, all built around a central premise. It was a comedy, however, and so the gags and plots were built around a central conceit, meeting the descendants and ancestors of the primary cast. This narrowed the focus and kept storylines tightly wrapped around familiar ideas, love and despair, hope and depression, friendships and rivalries. What's wrong, McFly? Chicken? What did you call me, Griff? These were not explorations of the effects of time travel like 12 Monkeys or Primer, but family-friendly adventure films more akin to Time Bandits or Bill and Ted. Excellent! More importantly, the films kept the eras of their content clear. The first film's present was the 80s, or rather the 50s, which is when most of the plot took place. Then tell me, future boy, who's president of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? The actor? <laughs> then who's vice president? Jerry Lewis. The second film took place in the far-off future of 2015. Wait a minute. Cubs win World Series against Miami? The third film took place in the distant past of 1885. Let's finish it right now. Oh, uh, not now, Buford. Uh, Marshall's got our guns. Like I said, we'll finish this tomorrow. Tomorrow we're robbing the Pan City stage. What about Monday? We doing anything Monday? No, Monday be fine. You can kill him on Monday. I'll be back this way on Monday. This shows two good general delineations when creating your own story worlds. One, think of these time periods as distinct eras of content. A few years in the past or future won't matter much in terms of aesthetic, effects, or consequences for your characters, but decades or centuries will. Back to the Future played this up with various Easter eggs scattered about the films, but it's just as important for you. If your characters succeed or fail, how will this reflect or defy the expectations from the past or into the future? Two, broadly thinking of your time frame as past, present, and future will help you codify these eras. What does it mean to be in the past, or the present, or the future? You can delineate it as much as you'd like, but keeping things in order will help keep track of what's important. If you're creating a television series, you should consider what your overarching plot for the show should be before going into prequel territory or the next generation. This is one of the reasons why this episode is going to be a little shorter than others. Creating eras of content can craft a fractalized world, in which further and finer delineations are made in your universe's time frame. I could spend hours and hours talking about refining such periods, but it wouldn't be reflective of your worlds. Some of you may barely need this element after all, while for others, working through various eras of content is the fun. In either case, I don't want to step on your toes. Just remember, make sure these times are distinct and think broad, past, present, future, before going into the details. With all that said, let's get to the times of your own story world. I want you to take out three sheets of paper, or three separate pages in your word processor of choice. On the first, I want you to write about the current world of your story universe. In order, I want you to create a bullet point list of the following elements. Who are the main characters? What kind of locales do they inhabit? What are the stylistic or aesthetic choices that unite this era? What are some of the big events that have happened, or that are going to happen in this era? About how long does this present last? Is it seven seasons of a television series, 60 issues of a comic, a trilogy of novels, a single concept album? Whatever it is, try to make it concrete and distinct. 
If you're feeling motivated, you might write a sentence or two about each of these bullet-pointed elements. Why are they important? What are the characters' personalities like? Or what are some defining features of these locales? You can play around with all of these elements for your own story world, of course, just so long as you're doing so willfully. Don't get too bogged down here, as this is more about foundational work for your other eras. If you need help, look to the first Back to the Future film. Who are the main characters? Marty McFly, his parents, Doc Brown, and Biff Tannen. What kind of locales do they inhabit? The suburbia known as Hill Valley, California, Whittier High School, the diner, Doc Brown's lab, and the childhood home of Marty McFly's mother. What are the stylistic or aesthetic choices that unite this era? It's the 50s, baby, with poodle skirts, white picket fences, sock hops, and much else. What are some of the big events that happened or that are going to happen in this era? There's the big dance where Marty McFly's parents fall in love, and the lightning strike that's going to stop the clock tower, and also provide the energy that Marty is going to need to power his time machine to get back to his present. About how long does this present last? It's the span of about a week for the film, but it encompasses the lives of high schoolers, so a few years, in general. This last bit is important, since Marty is going to return to this era in the next film, albeit briefly. When you're done with that prompt, I want you to go to one of your other pages and do the same thing, but for your past. With a big proviso. Your present may be a chunk of story in a gigantic universe, a la Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, or it may be a more singular story within a smaller chunk of time, akin to George R.R. R. Martin's Song of Ice and Fire. In either case, you can go down a rabbit hole of endless eras and eons, so I recommend you pick one era to focus on for now. The time frame right before your main story takes place is always good, as there will be characters and locales that overlap, but feel free to go to the distant past that's more your speed. Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. Regardless, I want you to create a bullet point list of the following elements from this era as well, but in this new order. How far in the past is this era of content from your main entry? About how long does this era of content last? Who are the main characters of this era, and how are they connected, if at all, to those of your present? What kind of locales do these characters inhabit, and which survive to or are destroyed before the present era? What are the stylistic or aesthetic choices that unite this era and make it distinct from your present? What are some of the big events that have happened or that are going to happen in this era? I'm asking you to start with your past here and these elements because they will directly affect your story's present. You may never reach your universe's future, after all. And while I find it valuable to understand where you're heading in your story proper, it's much more critical that you build the foundations of the prehistory of your narrative, as there's a bigger likelihood that you'll visit it, if only in passing dialogue or offhand references. Save the clock tower! Save the clock tower! Mayor Wilson is sponsoring an initiative to replace that clock. 30 years ago, lightning struck that clock tower, and the clock hasn't run since. We at the Hill Valley Preservation Society think it should be preserved exactly the way it is, as part of our history and heritage. There you go, lady. There's a quarter. How did Back to the Future do this? Skipping ahead by going to the past. That is, the creators explored the foundations of Hill Valley in the third film, going back to its foundations. How far in the past is this era of content from the main entry? It's set in 1885, so a century from the present of the main film. About how long does this era of content last? It's the Wild West, so approximately 40 years or so. Who are the main characters of this era, and how are they connected, if at all, to those of the present? We meet the ancestors of the McFlys and the Tannins, 
both of whom teach Marty valuable lessons in bravery and self-confidence, but are also introduced to Clara Clayton, a school teacher who Doc Brown saves, changing the timeline forever, and also introducing romance to the previously hermetic mad scientist. What kind of locales do these characters inhabit, and which survive to or are destroyed before the present era? There is the wilderness, which has been overtaken by suburban sprawl, the main street, which has become paved over, and the rail lines, which will survive. What are the stylistic or aesthetic choices that unite this era and make it distinct from the present? It's the Wild West, so we get chaps, cowboy boots, 10-gallon hats, and six-shooters. What are some of the big events that have happened or that are going to happen in this era? There is the Tannen shootout, the averted death of Clara Clayton, and its replacement by that of, quote-unquote, Clint Eastwood, which occurs after a train robbery, literally, as the train itself is stolen. Take your time on this one. As stated, it's much more important that you get your past right than your future. Your future can change depending on the developing narrative or fan desires. But if you get your past wrong or you want to course correct, you're going to have to do a fair amount of retconning so that you don't alienate your fans with broken continuity. That being said, when you're ready, let's get to your future. On that last sheet of paper, I want you to write about one era that's set in the future of your story universe. Some people like to imagine the far future. Know then that it is the year 10,191. The known universe is ruled by the Padishah Emperor Shaddam IV, my father. While others consider what it's like just after, happily ever after. I just want you to be careful. I almost lost you once. I'm and... not yours to lose. Either is suitable, but for your own purposes, I want you to begin with one prompt. Why is this future necessary? What purpose will it serve in the story, beyond making money or expanding into different media? Your present should be cohesive and self-contained, so what's the point of moving into the future? Sometimes it's because you want your old characters to become mentors for your new characters. Then why did you send Kirk aboard when you alone could have explained the truth? Because you needed each other. I could not deprive you of the revelation of all that you could accomplish together, of a friendship that will define you both. Sometimes it's because you have new stories to tell with your new characters. La 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 la, this is my stuff, got to get Sometimes it's because you want to re-examine old characters. It's time for the Jedi to end. For whatever reason you have, that's good enough, because it is a reason. All of us can probably talk about a show, book series, or franchise that tried to revamp itself, or spin off with younger characters, or else just hung around for too long. There's nothing wrong with wanting to give your audiences more, but do so with a purpose, or else you're apt to tread water until your story world slowly sinks into the abyss. Now that you have that reason, let's get back to those prompts. How far in the future is this era of content from your main entry? About how long does this era of content last? Who are the main characters of this era, and how are they connected, if at all, to those of your present? What kind of locales do these characters inhabit, and which have survived from your past or your present eras? What are the stylistic or aesthetic choices that unite this era and make it distinct from your present or your past? What are some of the big events that have happened or that are going to happen in this era? Back to the Future Part 2 did this with great aplomb, so look to the methodology of the creatives if you want a little help. How far in the future is this era of content from the first film? About 30 years into the future, mirroring the 30 years in the past that Marty McFly traveled from part one. About how long does this era of content last? It's not exactly necessary, but a similar time span to the present and past. Note that this is a deliberate choice, so as not to overburden the narrative. 
who were the main characters of this era, and how are they connected to those of the previous entries? We get the next generation of McFlys and another Biff, as well as older characters that return from the previous entry when Marty goes back to 1955 again. What kind of locales do these characters inhabit, and which have survived from the past? We get a view of future Hill Valley, but the basics of Main Street are still there, albeit with holographic sharks. What are the stylistic or aesthetic choices that unite this era and make it distinct from the present? The producers wanted flying cars and hoverboards, but the tech isn't so crazy beyond a few bombastic examples. Instead, we get a kind of Tomorrowland retro-futurism, as well as some future-type punk makeup with Neo Biff and his cronies. What are some of the big events that have happened or that are going to happen in this era? The big event that happens here is Biff Sr.'s theft of a book of sports results, but equally important is the termination of middle-aged Marty from his job. It shows how much of a loser he has become, which will be important in the next entry of the Back to the Future franchise. Once you've finished up with your own go-through, you'll have created three eras of content filled with characters, locales, aesthetics, events, timeframes, and reasons for existing. And now that you have the basics down, you can spin up as many eras of content as you'd like. Just remember those two key elements from any time period you want to create for your story world. Make sure that they're distinct, and that they're broadly affiliated with your story world's present, past, or future. I personally wouldn't go into too much detail. Like the locales and other fun elements of your world, you're going to want to outline how your universe has come to be and where it will go, but you don't want to box yourself in. You'll find a lot of fun in composing by coming up with new plot elements that have their foundations in yesteryear, or that will become foundations for your world of tomorrow. That's my opinion, however. You should make up your own mind. Make sure to keep on writing, and keep on listening. Reach out to me at helmstarmedia at gmail.com, or on Twitter at buildingabsw, or at Words of Steel, if you'd like to talk about narrative design, Back to the Future, or anything else we've covered in previous episodes. You can find that content at babsw.buzzsprout.com, or by downloading past episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and any other fine podcatcher. The next episode is going to codify all of those details in a handy-dandy document, so that you have easy reference for your story world. But feel free to jump around until then. I can't wait to hear how you're building out the past, present, and future of your own universe. Building a Better Story World is written, produced, recorded, and sound engineered by Steel Tyler Filipek. The theme song, Asia, is by Ilya Marfin via icons8.com. All narrative clips are used under the Fair Use Doctrine, as defined by Title 17 of the United States Code, subsection 107, in that they are used for nonprofit educational work for the purpose of analysis, have been transformed from their initial records by audio engineering for podcasting, and are not substantive of the entire work or function as a direct market substitute. Audio effects are provided by freesound.org under the Creative Commons license. If you feel that this production has unfairly used a piece of audio to which you own the rights, please contact helmstarmedia at gmail.com.